0: every damn day hello everyone it's Jerry at the Fledge and welcome to uh, season 2 episode 5 of every damn day uh, we will get to our guest in a second but I want to tell you about a few things that are coming up in the next few days. Uh, one is uh, the FLEDGE crypto ecosystem. Is uh, Our meetup is tomorrow from 12 to 2, and we've got an exciting agenda uh, talking about some of the statuses where the ecosystem is evolving and how we're growing, and then some plans for the future. I, they call it a roadmap with what we're doing with the ecosystem and how we're trying to basically take what. The community is built at the Fledge and give it back to the community because they are the ones who built it. So uh, we'll be talking about that and you'll hear more and more as we go throughout the year here. And the other thing is I really want to push our STEM entrepreneurial program for uh, Lansing School District students from 7th to 12th grade and that would be the schools of Lansing Everett Sexton and Eastern and then Gardner and Dwight Rich there is a form on the Facebook Fledge Facebook page so please go fill out that form it's not complicated and uh, we'd really like to have a lot of people to consider for that program and to try to fit um, as many as we can, and that leads to the next thing is we need mentors. So we also have a mentor sign-up sheet out there, and if you're interested in, uh, if you're just interested in helping our youth do something that might be able to expand what they're learning at school, then uh, please get involved. It doesn't require any certification or degree or anything like that it it requires a passion for kids and if you have that then everything else will start to work out and as we're trying to prove with the show which i think we proved in episode or season one everybody has an expertise in something everybody has a competency to share and it's through you coming and sharing that that our community gets stronger so With that said, those are uh, my promotions for the day. I can't wait to bring my guest on, so i got to switch my camera here because I think that the guest that we have today is uh, improving the community, strengthening the community in very unique and creative and innovative ways, and I can't wait to get into this conversation with Zero. How are you doing today, Zero?
1: I'm doing well enough
0: well enough um i like that i think we actually talked about this a couple days ago we did that we response did. you know that that here's the message here's the canned response here's yeah. the in it's, not it's very uh, authentic dialogue. yeah
1: and we all run script dialogues in our
0: daily lives yeah
1: which uh It's interesting to think about and start with uh, that as a topic of uh, what is uh, scripting and what is masking and uh, how we're always wearing a mask, uh, whether we're wearing a mask because our personalities and our souls are coming through as unique individual experiences given our past stimulus and our future karma of like, you know, we're just the present state that we find ourselves in the be here now uh, mentality of the soul experiencing reality around it. So, yeah. uh, so
0: yeah. Um. So, you know, I feel like the the mask metaphor is very powerful because we have been wearing masks since the day we were born probably, or I don't know if it's that close. Yeah, and
1: they're cultural and generational masks as well that will be inherent from our cultures. So yeah, it's not from before the days we were we're wearing masks that started in the 1400s, like, in even yeah.
0: earlier. Yeah, I think that uh, a lot of masks came down in the 2016 to present. Uh, a lot of people were exposed for uh, maybe what they really believed, maybe what they really thought, sometimes yeah. good, sometimes bad.
1: I definitely agree with that. And the idea of tolerance, universal tolerance always breeds intolerance because when you tolerate all behavior and activity, you tolerate those fringe uh, uh, beliefs and structures of extremists because everyone isn't, and this isn't a thing that we should change. This is the thing that's important that we keep in mind moving forward that you have to see the humanity. I have to see the humanity in every person in someone who may support a different political ideal as me or a different social ideal or whatever our different viewpoints are. That's the universe, once again, communicating through soul, uh, through the masks that they wear and the reasons that they wear those masks. And if you get into the deeper uh, understanding of these people, I've been uh, watching interesting uh, documentaries on uh, people who go as minorities into like hate groups and like, you know, uh, psychologically kind of break down what all these people believe in and even adopt their mannerisms and use like the negative stereotypes. And you can see that like white supremacists, for instance, cringe when uh, someone uses like a racial slur in front of them that when it's their, uh, when it's like their uh, race that they're like their own race that they're slurring and like you know asking them like well why why do you think uh, that is and like you know do you, would you like me to stop uh, and it kind of it engenders and it plants a seed of doubt in that extremist mentality mm-hmm. because when we get to extremes we can jump right into my poverty section that poverty builds and nurtures extremes uh, usually in the negative uh, that when you don't have maslow's hierarchies with needs met and the uh second bill of human rights by eleanor roosevelt which was drafted uh after world war ii to give a uh baseline and floor for uh humanity to uh be able to thrive instead of to survive
0: the um, uh let's put a comment out there the second uh what the second oh wait i rights? have to do it later it's all the, right. the second bill of human rights. I yeah. thought you said no at, second, at first, and it um, didn't sound right. You no, know, I um, probably just stuttered. No, but the, I'll. Uh, but I'll find that when it's live and post yeah, something out there. Eleanor like that.
1: Roosevelt. Uh, she did a lot, much more than FDR. If you Ask me. But uh, <laughs> that's you know just some fun side rhetoric of great, great women of history being not acknowledged for their work, what they do, and uh, men taking credit for. Their wives' ideas. So, um,
0: is that a is that a good lead into pronouns and names and sure. stuff like that?
1: Let's take it back to Europe uh, and uh, just gender roles. And the French have like a beautiful uh, language and their construction of pronouns in language. You start with to be. I am. You are. He is. She is. We are. They are. Y'all are. Or you all the uh-huh. uh, the pl- plural uh, informal of saying if I'm speaking to you from outside of a culture point, I would say y'all because that's a respectful term of saying you all of like you and the embodiment of all others that exist outside of me. Uh, yeah. We take it to the the fun word identity. There's a, a old one act play that's uh, called Identity Crisis and. Part, there's a monologue in it that goes identity, you identity, he, she, or it identity, we identity, y'all identity, they identity. And it just, uh, our identity and our ego of what we are, there's more to mental health and like the experience of also being around other uh, neurodivergent people. Their minds work a little differently. When we all start to get together, our minds all start to work a little differently and we all start to see new ways, which uh, to get back to the pronoun game that uh i studied languages at an early age and also uh was raised in uh the gay, and lesbian community in like the late 90s so it was very different back then it was when the uh the gays and the lesbians were finally getting together for the first time to peacefully coexist because boys are bad girls are bad uh-huh. you know, and, like that sort of like juvenile mentality of really watching The culture grow up over the last 30 years it's been an interesting place to be
0: yeah Uh, and you've watched the and i don't mean this as a dig but you've watched the acronym get longer which has been that's nature more acceptance in the community yeah and
1: like it's just it's interesting thinking back of even like liberal gay and lesbian citizens men and women that they weren't quite ready to say, but bisexuality is okay. Like, you, But you've got, if you, it's okay to be straight, but not really, but it's okay to be gay because that was their bias. But it's not okay to be bi because you got to pick a line in the sand and you can't be on their side and on our side. And trans people at that point were really considered a real fringe of like mental illness, like in those communities from my experience of hearing people in those circles tell the same stories that. Trans people are telling, but missing the mark because of their bias. So Mm -hmm. it's interesting to see like the umbrella term of like the LGBTQI plus, and I think that plus is a good place to just kind of
0: kind of like let it just you know it's that's the you all now right? Well, yeah, it's
1: and it's also kind of if you think of our. current uh, society and our materialist society. We've got like HBO plus, we've got Speedway plus, like, you know, it's just, you got to put a plus on there in order to be in the meta, you know, be relevant. So I didn't answer your question per se, but how I identify, I identify sometimes as I, I identify sometimes as we, I identify as us, um, I try to, uh, when, like, gender, I can identify, like, that's more of um, the perceiver, like, the, the person that's viewing me and experiencing me, like, what my energy is. Like, I have very feminine energy when necessary, very masculine energy when necessary. And uh, even the balance of the yin and yang, For Walbert, <laughs> it would happen at some point. But uh, the idea of carrying that balance with you all the time. Uh, that uh, there is toxicity and health. There's mine, by the right way. Right, nice. <laughs> uh, like the uh, path between toxicity and health in the individual and in the culture and in society at large uh, are all reflections of each other. Like our poverty determines the success or more often overdetermined the failure and like, let's say, uh, kind of a lean against j- future generations. And that's what debts and infinitely growing economies and taking uh, water from the Great Lakes and uh, just- uh, um, <laughs> We're
0: gonna spend 30 minutes on that. Yeah, well, we that's, on that that one. well that,
1: that's one of my other side projects. But yeah. Like, you know, I don't do many plugs, but for Michigan Mosaic and like the work that we're doing with Michigan Mosaic, and the idea that we're all a mosaic tile, that it doesn't matter which box I tick, what matters is that I'm a box. like And like the box that I represent is I am the zero mosaic tile. I am uh, the one that everything else at the moment in my perspective surrounds. But the idea that I have kind of a fun philosophy that's when I introduce myself usually at the end of a conversation, not at the beginning of a conversation, I don't introduce myself when I meet someone because one, I'm terrible with names and I need to have a story that connects my thoughts and minds so I can think of that person, think of their story, and then think of how they introduce themselves at the end of the, at the end of the experience at the beginning, because like the whole time, either I'm really engaged and interested in what we're talking about. And I've totally forgotten what your name is like that. It's like erroneous data. But, uh,
0: so I and I like that, that tactic because I'm horrible too, yeah, and no, it and, takes me a while.
1: And I uh, did a lot of uh, high school theater, and we had a few different exercises for uh, just learning people's names. Like one thing, it's like repetition, like that uh, you have to like repeat people's names several times, and that's something that for some reason, given that I try to. Uh, seek ego death in myself it's kind of like my identity your identity of like you know what my name is what your name is that doesn't mean who you are like in my mm-hmm. name my biblical name uh, was chosen out of the bible by my mother who didn't want me uh, and she just needed a name so she looked in the bible and
0: So I've known you as three names. I don't know if the middle one was uh, a nickname or not, but it was super fun to uh, refer to you as that because everybody knew. Oh, people in the community know me as the wizard? Yes.
1: Yes. Well, that's because I introduced myself as, like, that is my title more than my name. Like, Mm -hmm. that's what I do. I do wizard things. The uh, Arthur C. Clarke quote uh, from it's a gem's corollary uh, that any – uh, sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic, which it's Gem's corollary to get like to nerd out, like because the original quote is Any technology that can be differentiated, any technology that doesn't seem like it's magic is insufficiently advanced. And mm. but like the thing is, like we're a uh, linear people and like we grow and change, so uh, the corollary in a Oh yeah arthur c Clarke wrote and I've spent 2021 going through a whole catalog of wonderful 20th century science fiction uh, entertaining like the idea of what is poetry and the best answer that I've come up with through the many sleepless nights uh, of just sitting up like wondering what is poetry I find that the answer is yes and if you dig <laughs> a little deeper like it's like what what do you mean yes yes I mean what no what and then you get into, the uh, Abbott and Costello, I think it is, like, who's on first, what's on second. But like, when you ask what is art, you're not saying, you're not asking what is art, you're stating what, like the what is art. Like, that, like it's the question, yeah. is, is the art. So the answer is yes. And it just kind of rolls into itself.
0: So. Does, is that, um, so is there a continuum where, everything could fall on this continuum of poetry or art or whatever, and it's an encompassing what, um, every what is.
1: I feel like it's like the what is, there's, well, because you have all of your important journalist questions of who, what, where, when, why, like people get caught up on the who and the like where and the when, like most often that's like, those are three analogous uh, dimensions, mm-hmm. if you will of of existence of like you know when does something happen who does it happen with like you know but uh there's questions that we don't like scientists ask how it happens how it works like you know how things uh, go philosophers ask why why do these things happen like what's the deeper reference and like that goes back to uh Socrates and its causes of like, you know, what's the cause of a table, like the primary cause of the table or the material cause is the wood. The primary cause I think is uh, is that it holds things, but uh, there's, uh, I should have done my homework better. No, that's all right. Uh, But the idea that you have many different causes in one single object, that's all fulfilling, uh, fulfilling its goal and its need in the world. And when you ask what is table Like you can say a table is four legs and a flat plane that holds things and is stable and level and all of these qualifiers. (laughs) I'm not
0: sure this is a table then. It's not very stable.
1: (laughs) It is stable. Like it's not like.
0: It has a stability property.
1: Yes. It won't fall (laughs) down. Like like wobbling is not unstable. Like unstable is like falling down.
0: Well, wobbling, especially if you're a skyscraper, is not unstable. It's
1: necessary. Exactly. And if you're a bipedal being who moves on two legs wobbling is like no matter how straight you walk you're never walking straight
0: right. i, I so, watched so. an interesting uh they were they had a bicycle and they made it so it was impossible to turn left with it right. and you can't ride it straight because right. you need that yeah, you, you need that yeah, wobble there's a to... lot of
1: mysteries i don't want to get into the mysteries <laughs> of bicycles but we've been studying the mechanics of bicycles for over a century and there's still things that like you know defy explanation yeah. I've gotten too deep into it but like the gyroscopic stabilization just like what you're saying of if you can't uh, stabilize your gyroscope in both directions then you're always going to uh, go off kilting just uh, yeah. meander away
0: I, I want to go back to Socrates for a yeah. second as you, as we talk about you know the, the scientist and how things work and they follow you know a, a Socrates yeah, Socratic method, Socratic method, which is pointing
1: out uh, what you see before you. Like I see a cup, see a table. Like you know, I experience yeah. I I kick the table and it hurts my foot. Thus, the table has mass and it has
0: volume. Do you uh, so we've spent a centuries just doing that, analyzing that way, solving problems with these root causes and staying within this kind of uh I guess, boundaries of where the problem lives without thinking about how it fits in with the rest of the universe, how the systems thinking and the systems are interacting. How do you, I feel like you're a great systems thinker. Like you're not just saying that this was caused by this, this was caused by that, and therefore we take care of this thing and it becomes a naive solution. in the overall picture of the world i think you're thinking at a different level than that just logical analytical
1: yeah pattern recognition is a really important thing for all humans like we just all look to patterns and that's why we have the materialist world that we do is that certain, certain patterns feel familiar like squares like in our society feel familiar that there's nothing square in nature but yet this is how we build all of our walls because uh, the physics of it allows us to have a uniformity and like, uh, normality mm-hmm. is like normal means 90 degrees to the horizon. So something that's straight up and down yeah. that won't wobble and fall over be- due to strains from gravity is considered normal. So right. normal geometry are right angles and the masons, and <laughs> all of those things that we can get into the hundreds of years of those, uh, thought experiments and processes. But the idea of the meta systems that, uh, I have explored the idea of just meta theory of just thinking in my younger years that just there was a theory of everything out there. Now it's kind of like a dangerous catch-all that when you think found a the theory of everything, you're obviously missing something. And the idea that we can create new systems that are not based on... Uh, the That can be based on the old systems, uh, and a lot of our current systems are just regurgitated centuries-old uh, uh, banking and debting systems that never work any time in history. Every 100 years, they're required to collapse. Really, about every 50 years, a monetary system should change over. But instead of uh, allowing the monetary system to die out in the 70s. Alan Greenspan created fractional reserve banking, and then it allowed the infinite splitting of money. And uh, not to get too far away from the topic of the social progress, it allowed uh, debt to be built on that system. That that system doesn't just fracture on its own and say, "Hey, like uh, you now have more money in the system." Like also you have more money in the system and the people that are using the money have embodied debt of that money is losing value at a constant rate. And inflation will go up as it's losing that Mm -hmm. buying power. The velocity Uh, comes down to really fun things. People that hoard big bunches of money, it makes the other money that's in the system more scarce. Right. Like if it were, we had a trophic currency, something that was edible, uh, then or something that rots yeah. and like uh at the end of the day and loses its value uh we would be able to discourage that hoarding mentality that uh the richest of our societies have gotten into but the just touching on universal basic income as being one of the ways forward that I see at that uh it goes back to uh Nixon tried to do it uh Martin Luther King Jr had his uh guaranteed minimum income mm-hmm. uh that there is like you know that nixon I, was that
0: close yeah, people w- he, didn't know that yeah i know and
1: then the whole watergate thing happened and like other other things surrounding it it's just it's 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 funny it's funny how it goes yeah, but uh martin their king like you know the old uh saying you gotta pull yourself up by your bootstraps it's like his response was how can you pull yourself up by your bootstraps if you don't have boots
0: right so yeah. it's uh so we're, we're at about 24 minutes yeah. here. Uh, I want to make sure, before I ask you the next question, and then we do our TikTok for the first time, I want to make sure that uh, um, we cover the things that you wanted to cover. And I know we don't have time to, because you oh, and I have talked for hours and hours not. over the years. We didn't cover
1: anything I wanted to cover. Oh, okay. Was uh, well,
0: there something you want to squeeze in? Um, hmm, silver?
1: Not, uh, yeah, I talk about uh, silver for a second, but... Uh, The idea of of something that instead of having cryptocurrencies for our own sovereign economies by passing around something that has a base value in society that silver is interesting because it has antibacterial properties. It has electronics properties. It's if we want to live in a technological future, we're going to need silver for that technology and eventually uh eventually we're going to run out of silver that's coming out of the uh, mines in Mexico and uh, other places that
0: uh so I'm carrying uh five ounces of silver um I it's a Fibonacci number so uh it's but I
1: interesting I we'll would try to get into five
0: <laughs> um, but I also carry silver. So I I've uh, pulled out some one ounce silver, so has uh zero and also a bunch of mercury dimes that are really cool yeah, to see. 90%
1: silver, 10% copper.
0: Yeah. Um, so thanks for sharing that with us. I'm interested in uh comparing our different silvers at some point too. Uh You said, were you saying get into the Fibonacci Uh, or just
1: uh, that and like just in closing that uh, everything that I've built on my system of the future of trying to change the world. I used to say save the world, but like, you know, the world doesn't need saving. We need saving. That's right. Uh, But uh, is on the rule of five that uh, we have five fingers on our hand. So things are very easily uh, correlatable in our brains because our brains evolved along with our hands in order to have that rule of five. In the state of Michigan, if you take five and raise it to the power of ten, five times five times five to the power of ten, you get approximately nine point seven million, which is just at the cusp of what the uh, Michigan population is. It, at uh, Lansing's population, like greater Lansing, that if you have a five by five by five expression of everyone having uh, like a family home group of five people, and it doesn't necessarily have to be five people in a in a physical home, uh, but just five people that you identify with as your direct peers or your family group or whatever you want to call it. Uh, words are meaningless at that point. Uh, then you have your uh, borough, which is 125 people. Of you have five groups of five, uh, mm-hmm. five groups of 25, and then those boroughs elect an elder that uh, goes to a group of 125 other boroughs from around the city and has representation. From that family group to a person, and it falls under uh, Dunbar's number of being between 90 and 150 people, and 125 is just that perfect uh, five cubed uh, okay. representation. And that's uh, my Dunbar's fractal philosophy that uh, I'm hoping to get instated. Uh, yeah. We didn't get to some of your other questions because, well, I
0: I think that's okay because you covered so much and i i i want to the number 121 sticks in my head because on the t table and statistics it really approaches normality yeah um back to that word again whatever normal is right. and uh so i like the number 125 too because it really feels like that should have been the number yeah um, yeah
1: there's definitely like, in there's spikes i was playing with the calculator like last night and just thinking put this into a representation that, uh, that there's just there's spikes in like the five and like my five rules uh, mm-hmm. for uh, basically allowing us to become to get off this planet and out in the space in a responsible way is that we have to follow five steps we have to gather renewable and re sustainable uh, we have to gather resources we have to share those resources with each other because we can't all gather everything so you gather right. something I gather something we share each of what we gather when we have an excess of what we gather we get to storage and we store that excess of energy and materials uh and when we get to that point of being able to have more things than we need we get to transport We transport that storage to other people that are doing steps one through three and when we transport across a global network uh those materials to alleviate people from poverty that don't have things in their area or basically by sending supply chains uh around the world in a non-centralized and decentralized manner we get to the fifth step which is uh just i refer to as up or ascension which when we have more we're more resources than what is needed to meet the bare minimum of human uh decency mm-hmm. then we are grown up as a species enough to actually go out in space and so like the billionaire model of just like, squandering yeah. everything I've taken the exact opposite and inverted it and in that it's on every person every farmer every uh person that you know carries water or is like you know uh, moves water because i don't think that our pinnacle forms carrying water that we have yeah. the intelligence to be able to move water without having to bear its burden uh, yeah. and it's good to have that burden to carry your water where you where you need to be but as a society no one of us can carry all the water for for the tribe it's just there's a uh
0: standard. there's a phrase i like i'm not sure if it's even relevant but it it's uh and i think it's a native american one of the tribes you know had an origin there cut the rut and the water will make it deep and we've learned to use things like that you fill in, in the potholes,
1: like you don't you don't allow yeah you know, those cracks to form and do their job you gotta have everything uniform
0: yeah smoothed. nice. yeah um so you want to try this tick thing uh, yeah, it's an it's, experiment it we, makes, we might not experiment. even do it I'm, we don't love tick we
1: we do not love tick and it's not it's it's complicated um is it complicated? I don't know. Uh, I'm up for it. Like you know, I just I have never done a TikTok. I know I'm I'm old, so I,
0: I don't want to make you violate some value there. Like I've never watched ET, and I'm never gonna do it. And no one could make me right <laughs> I used now, to have even. Have nightmares I, about ET. <laughs> so you're you're probably winning on that. So uh, I was thinking of a 15 second one. So just really short. And but I don't know what to do. Do you have any suggestions? Any uh, like, do we ask everyone a question and ask them to respond to it? Um, do we suggest that they do something and twit or stitch with us once they uh, do it? Like, what, what do you think we should all be doing yeah. to make our community stronger? And, mm-hmm. and it, I think you could say that in an abstract way. That's why I'm asking it
1: abstractly.
0: Yeah. So you want to do that one?
1: Sure, let's uh, go with uh, something along the lines of, let's see, here. I think that we should start with the statement that everyone has a personal skill, that's something that, you know, okay. they, that they are passionate about, and uh, no matter what uh, that is, like, it's important that you All right. uh, share those those passions, and then uh, for, like, the stitching in, as you said, I think. Uh, yeah. Of just like so then post, they can take the video post, like, and you know what? Yeah. What's your talent? What's your skill? What's, okay. What's your passion?
0: All right. So, so you got that down not. to fifteen seconds? I can type in there too if we have other questions.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: All right. As soon as I hit it, it's on you.
1: Hello, everyone out there in the TikTok world. I am Zero, and I'm coming to you to ask or to tell that uh, everyone has time, talent, and tools and uh, skills that we have developed over our time, talent, and tool use. And ask. Uh, yeah.
0: So let's right. do 30.
1: Yeah. Right. 30. So we'll go back. <laughs> I also flopped. So. No,
0: that's uh, all right. It was. Uh... I think we were getting there.
1: Yeah, let's just, um, I do a little bit of YouTube
0: videography as well.
1: Shorts are really interesting.
0: So uh, we're making a TikTok everyone that can't see us and sorry out there we're ignoring you, but we
1: wanna make this start to happen. Hey, it's Zero at The Fledge, and I just wanted to let you guys know that everyone has a skill or a talent, whether you realize it or not. So ask yourself, what is your skill or talent? And you can share. I don't know if it's down below or to the side. I don't TikTok, and I don't personally, but I support that you TikTok, and I want you to show your passion for your TikToking and how that can help not just yourself, but the community around you. How are we doing
0: for time? We're doing great all right so check out the uh comments and we'll add a little bit more i'm gonna get my face in there all right so i can cut some of that out okay. all right so i'll deal, i'll edit that in a little bit um but we're still live here so uh thank everyone thank you so very much
1: thank everyone for watching for uh being a part of uh this whole every damn day thing one of the things i didn't get to talk about is my uh passion for cooking which i'm going to be trying to do every damn day here Uh, not necessarily every day but in 2021 that's what i did every damn day is i focused on like new recipes like every day of trying to unlock new abilities of using simple ingredients to make delicious things because everybody's got to eat and that's like the first and most important step to alleviating poverty
0: yeah i love it thank you so much all right everyone we'll see you tomorrow on every damn day have a great day love